Hi there, and welcome to the Yawn Podcast on Why Did You Adopt? My name is Johnny. And I'm Anna. And we adopted a little boy three months ago. He'll be turning two this summer. This is our story of why we decided to adopt. If you're exploring adoption, the question, why do you want to adopt, is something that social workers will really push you on during both the approval and the matching process. Now this might feel daunting, but it's actually very useful because it really helps you to think it through and to become clear on what your reasons are. And this is something you can come back to and revisit when you inevitably face discouragement or challenges, both before or after placement. Hopefully what you'll be hearing from this series of podcasts is that there are many reasons why people choose to become adoptive parents. Um, But for us, we would be termed preferential adopters. This means that we've never tried to have biological children, but instead have chosen to adopt as our first choice route to becoming parents. In fact, adoption is something we'd spoken about even prior to getting married nine years ago. And in the last couple of years, once we decided to become parents, we decided we would pursue adoption rather than trying to get pregnant. People's assumption is is often, I think, that adoption follows infertility. And in many cases, I think that is the life experience that starts people on their journey towards adoption. Uh, But for us, as, as Johnny said, that wasn't the case. And I know that a lot of people feel differently about this, but for me and for us, we just didn't really have that desire um, to have children that were genetically ours. And, and for me, I didn't really have a desire to get pregnant. That wasn't that wasn't a big deal to me. Um, and, and I think in thinking this through, one of the things I thought about uh, was children that I spent a lot of time with. Uh, so for example, I, I've got a nephew and I've got a godson. So nephew I'm obviously related to and my godson I'm not. And I was thinking about whether being a blood relative made a difference to how I felt about them. Um, I'd say it doesn't, you know, I, I care deeply about both of them. Um, and, I, and I haven't felt in my relationships with them that being genetically related to one and not the other made a difference to me. And in the same way, I didn't feel like being genetically related to my child would make a difference to how I would feel towards them and whether or not, for example, I would love them. Um, I didn't I didn't feel like that would be a big deal for me. I also believe that love is not as simple as being genetically related. Sadly, there, there are lots of biological families who don't show love to their children. And likewise, there are lots of unrelated adults who show real love to the children in their lives. We've witnessed this with friends who are step parents, adoptive parents, foster parents, and a whole range of other relationships. So in my view, parenting, however you come to be a parent, requires an active decision to love your child, to sacrifice for them, to put their needs before your own and that's the same whether they are blood related or not i was trying to think back to when adoption first came on my radar and it's actually something that i've been aware of for a long time as a as a young teenager i had a couple of good friends who were adopted one who was born in the uk and the other was born overseas and both were adopted to parents in the uk And in both friends, I remember knowing they were adopted, but very much just thinking of their parents as their parents. So I remember adoption feeling quite familiar and viewing it positively from a young age. But as I've grown up and as becoming a parent has become a more immediate consideration, I've then gone on and thought about it much more intentionally. 
I think what I've been saddened to learn was that nationally there is a long list of children who need loving families and a real lack of families willing or able to care for them either through fostering or adoption. According to the fostering and adoption charity Home for Good, there are approximately 3,000 children currently in the UK's foster care awaiting adoption and three times more children waiting for families than there are families waiting for children. And I think through our careers, I'm a vicar and Anna is a secondary school teacher. This is something we've seen firsthand, the huge difference that a safe, loving family or indeed the lack of one can make to a child. And if I, Johnny's mentioned I'm a secondary school teacher, if I think back over some of the children I've known, I remember one particular girl who I taught a number of years ago, and her life was really challenging. A lot of her immediate family were in prison, and she was constantly being moved around uh, between homes amongst her extended family. But none of them were, were very safe homes. They were often quite insecure and quite dangerous. And some days she would come in without having eaten dinner, without having eaten breakfast. She hadn't eaten since the lunchtime the day before. And she was constantly fighting to just get her basic needs met. And also at the same time to try and protect her little sister. And the whole situation just really took its toll on her. And as her teacher, I, I really tried to support her as best I could. I was mentoring her. I was helping meet some of her practical needs and, and then communicating with others in the school and various professionals. Um, I think Bernardo's and others were involved in supporting her. But regardless of all this, her situation just continued to deteriorate. And I think one day it just hit home to me that what she really needed, what would really change her situation and allow her to reach her potential, was a safe, loving and supportive family. And this just wasn't something that I or the school could give her. And I'd love to say that she was the only student I've taught with a story like this, but sadly, uh, very much not the case. There are a lot of other students I've taught over the years whose home lives have been extremely challenging. And it's really upset me, actually, to see them struggle without this loving and supportive home that they, they deserve. So g given all of this, for us, once we decided that we wanted to become parents, the question then was, why would we not explore adoption as a route to becoming parents? When there are so many children out there without families to love them, I think we felt that we'd have to feel very strongly about wanting to have biological children rather than adopting a child who's already there but needs a home. And I've, I've spoken um, earlier about the children who I've known who haven't been in safe and loving families. But on the other hand, I also know a number of children who've been uh, adopted, both professionally through my job as a teacher and, and personally. And professionally, I, I know children who are now growing up in loving, safe, adoptive families. And it's lovely to see them thriving despite a difficult start. And, and then also, you know, personally, as, as a couple, we know a lot of adoptive families in our friendship network. Um, some who have come to adoption through struggling to conceive, some who are single adopters, um, and also a couple uh, like we are who are what would be called, quote, preferential adopters. And seeing, seeing these guys go through the process, finding their children, transitioning them home, seeing those children grow and develop has been really great. Certainly isn't all easy, far from it. But the way that I've seen 
and we've seen our friends love their children has been inspiring and i think it gave us hope that we could do the same i think then that the final aspect of why we chose to adopt is our christian faith the bible describes us as being adopted children of god that we're welcomed into god's family uh, through what jesus has done for us and that in god we find our home um, and throughout the bible um, actually we're reminded of how much god cares for the vulnerable and particularly those without a family to love and protect them there's a verse that i particularly like that says god sets the lonely in families and i love this idea that god god provides a home for those that need one and also in a whole range of places in the bible there are lots of stories of adopted children and those who are cared for by parents who aren't biologically related to them perhaps most notably of all jesus himself you know who was cared for and brought up by joseph who wasn't his biological father of course given all of this you know for me as a christian becoming an adoptive parent feels uh, entirely consistent and very much in line with my faith because it's so integral to the good news that we profess that just as we've been adopted into God's family we're called to care for the vulnerable and be loving families to them so um as we were exploring this process, charities like Home for Good, uh, which encourage Christians in the UK to foster and adopt, uh, they were really influential in helping us to uh, see adoption as uh, something that was consistent with our faith, uh, consistent with this idea that we're part of God's big plan for the world, to, to show love just like he does for us. And I know others on this podcast have said it too, but we were conscious not to paint an overly rosy picture either and um, all of the above in terms of our reasons of why we chose to adopt is true um, and it does explain why we came to adopt in the first place but i think we felt that we would be remiss not to add that adoption is hard and um, i know in the last few months i've heard people making assumptions that if a child was removed at birth for example, they've been protected from negative impacts. Uh, comments like, oh, well, sure, they won't remember things. Um, and that's absolutely not the case. Um, every adopted child has gone through trauma, not least the separation from their primary caregivers. And, and often this separation has happened twice, once from birth family and second time from foster family. And that's in addition to anything they've experienced before birth, often traumas and difficulties which are far, far from ideal. Um, and children who, who weren't removed at birth have, have then often had starts in life that are far from good and safe, with many suffering significant abuse. So in every case of adoption, um, children often are, are traumatised and, and have challenges relating to that. And, and I think something else that we've become increasingly aware of when talking um, to social workers and also friends and family who've adopted um, you're not you're not entirely aware of of the history of the child who you're adopting uh, regardless of the information you're given uh, you you commit to a child um, and you adopt them even though you may not know everything they're highly not likely often to have a range of complex needs uh, many of which don't manifest themselves until till later in life mm. so i think 
you know, we would say if you are considering becoming a parent through adoption, we strongly suggest that you don't just consider what your reasons are, though of course that's good, but but learn about it. So you go in with your eyes wide open and um, knowing as much as possible about what it's like. Um, now, ha having said all this, we are we're really loving um, being parents to our son. Uh, it's been uh, so loving and amazing to have him home and to see him settle and grow and thrive already um, in the three months that he's been home with us. So I hope that answers the question of why we chose to adopt. <laughs>